I mean, it's what? It's January 30th. We're almost there in two days. But we decided to start love season early because I could use some love right now. Why? Oh, it was just Let a rough. It was just a rough work work week. I'm just <laughs> being dramatic. That's all. God, you know. I, give Lindsay some love. I also this podcast is great. Like we talk about Disney, but I also. Loki used this as a free therapy session. Yeah. Where I just sit here and just let it all out. But also, the time has finally come. It only took two years, but Allie and I finally started getting on people's nerves. Why? What happened? No, I'm totally kidding. But remember how, like, on our Instagram stories, I put the polls like, toxic, not toxic, yes, but calm down. The calm down one got so many votes that oh. I was like, yes, Whatever. I'm getting on their nerves. We are just pointing out the obvious and you guys don't want to admit it. Whatever. It's fine. Also, I have to bring it up. I cannot believe I did not talk about Elsa on our toxic episode. <sighs> I'm so grateful. I know, I'm but so I like, grateful. it hit me and I was so mad at myself for like three days. She is. A bit toxic, but then she comes around. At least she comes around. A lot of the other characters are toxic forever. True. It's you know? fine. She came around. But Allie and I, I don't think I don't think we've talked about Disney news in like weeks because you know we come on here and just start doing our own thing, which I love. Mm-hmm. But they announced the menu for what is I already I literally looked it up two seconds ago. Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. Roundup Rodeo, whatever it is. Woody's Roundup something barbecue. Yeah, it's like a tongue twister. It's like a million things. Yeah, it's going to be a family-style barbecue restaurant coming to Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios, and it actually looks really good. It does. The drinks looked so good. Um, So did the food. It was like barbecue, but you know what I liked about it? They had a lot, a lot, a lot of plant-based options. Yeah, which is really cool. But like, like I said, I'm not a big barbecue person, but like everything looks so good. The desserts look really cute. They're like in little mason jars. They have a forky cupcake. Yeah, and the biscuits, I, I am a sucker for a good biscuit. If the biscuits aren't good, I'll never go back. But they have like the tater tots or the tachos as they call it, mac and cheese, a few other fun things. Uh, fruit salad I thought was interesting. And they have um, some type of like meat basket. So how I read it is you get the bread and then you pick a salad. So then it's family style. Everybody gets a salad. And then you pick which like meats you want. If you want like the regular or the plant-based meats. Yeah. And then you pick sides. You pick four sides for the table. So you get to pick four different sides. Oh, I see the plant-based meat basket. And then you also get desserts. So you get all of a lot of food. Four sides. Holy crap. Not even gonna lie, when I saw like the meat basket, like the regular meat, I thought it was a cinnamon roll. 
Look at look at the thing in the middle. I thought it was a cinnamon roll, yeah. but it's some type of sausage apparently. But I low key was like, I thought this was the dessert <laughs> basket when I first saw it. <laughs> it was and, a bunch of different types of meats and whatnot. I don't know. The plant based one looks a little nasty to me. If you is it if, gonna be character dining? I don't think they've decided because it's gonna be fifty five dollars an adult, and usually that's like Ohana, Crystal mm-hmm. Palace, like mm-hmm. all those restaurants, and they're all character dining. But Ohana. For dinner is not. I'm like, I feel like it should be character dining because it's in Toy Story Land. I feel like it's such a wasted opportunity if they I don't. I agree. I think they should, but I think if they, it is, they'll raise the price. True. <coughs> I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I'll probably go once and then I'll probably never go back, but whatever. It'll um, be fun to try. I think it's going to be a lot like Whispering Canyon. Oh, true. I, I didn't even think be of that. A lot like Whispering Canyon. And I like Whispering Canyon. I'm just like Whispering Canyon is just a skillet, though. Yeah, I'm just not a big barbecue girl. Love me some barbecue. I I like barbecue when it's like in someone's backyard and you got yeah. the pool and the music. That's when I'm in the mood for barbecue. I love me some barbecue. Is there mashed potatoes? I think so. If think there's there mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes I'm good. I think there was baked beans, coleslaw. Veggie slaw, like lots of different stuff. Oh, there's potato salad. It's not mashed potatoes, it's potato salad. I still like ma- potato salad. That's interesting. And then I didn't look at the kids' options, so yeah. I'm sure on that one. I'm sure it'll be very comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how we're just ranting about food now, and I'm totally okay with it. Other than that, I mean, they showed the previews of like the characters' 100-year outfits, which are exactly what I expected. Silver, purple, black touches, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I, are they coming to Disney World, though? I think they're in Disneyland. It's Disneyland right now. Because all think it says that, is Disney California Adventure. I don't think they'll come over until the 50th celebration is done, which is forever. But the merchandise that they've come out with, like the 25-year anniversary merch, is the cutest that they've it's had. Ador- it's the like, cutest. It was gone here. Yeah. Gone. I know. I think it's at the Emporium. I think that's about the only place you can find it anymore. Yeah. Not much left at Springs and I was all of those. I'm actually a big fan of the 100th merch, too. I got the snow globe, and I was really, really happy, because I want something, but... I like the color, the purple color of it. Mm-hmm. I love the purple color. I think it's really pretty. So, yeah. Uh, I really heard much about the 100th here. I've also been super busy, so I haven't been paying as much attention, but I'm double-checking all of my um, accounts, and I don't really see anything. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened in Disneyland. Oh, yeah, and they have that cute popcorn machine that yeah. Allie was showing me, they and I'm obsessed with it. In their queue, I mean, the queue itself is the so cute. It's adorable. And the queue has a popcorn machine, and all of the popcorn inside the machine is Mickey-shaped. I love it. I want to eat Mickey-shaped popcorn. No, this is going to be it's, a- it's something about food being Mickey-shaped. I just would... Want it ten times more. It makes it ten times better. I don't like waffles. I don't like waffles. You take me out to breakfast in any regular setting, you will never see me buy a waffle. But you. But Mickey in Disney? Shape. I mean, Lindsay and I both have Mickey-shaped waffle makers. Literally. Like, what does that tell you? It's something about the Mickey shape, man. You'll mm-hmm. never see me order a regular a waffle. Now I want a Mickey waffle. Now I just, I'm just hungry. <laughs> I literally want Mickey waffles. That's something. Okay, before we get started, I need to point this out. If I could have anything at Disney, I need a 24-hour breakfast place. 
I need a place where I can get breakfast 24 hours. Why can't I order a Mickey waffle all day? I don't get it either. I'm sure it's really annoying to keep that machine on. But, but it would it would get used. Oh yeah. It would get used. Oh, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Disney, you would get your money's worth. Have if you just had strictly a Mickey Waffle stand, I would be your number one customer. But moving into today's episode, Love Seasons in the Air. And I feel like, you know, we talked a lot about wow, I can't talk. Talked a lot about toxicity last week. Yes. And we're gonna we're gonna brighten the air here. And it's a very basic subject, but I still think it's a really good one. Our favorite Disney couples. Yay. Yeah. I have, I just love love. I love love. I love Valentine's Day era. Like after my birthday, I'm not even sad because it's, I can wear all the pink. All the pink in the world. That's where you and I differ. Yep. Look at my sock. I it has pink. pink hearts and little red hearts at the top. And you got your big pink Stanley cup. It's, it's a dupe. It's a dupe. I did not spend more than $25 on this. On oh, I think I've seen that. That is my new favorite thing on TikTok right now is that people are sharing their dupes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for hooking a girl up because yeah, I'm trying to save a lot of money. I don't know if I've said this, but I'm going to Paris. You have not said it I'm on this show. I'm going to Paris. So I'm going in September with a bunch of my coworkers because why not? My one coworker is married to a guy who's actually from France. Mm-hmm. And so they know the area over there. They know everything. Obviously, they speak French. Um, and she's planning literally everything for us. So why not? I'm young. And I get to go to Disneyland Paris. I was going to say, you're definitely going to Disneyland Paris. going. I have to show you. I got a beret to wear. I did because I have to space out my purchases for the trip because apparently the way I dress would scream I'm a tourist and I would get pickpocketed. That's no joke over there. I remember when I went to Italy a few years ago, that's like the first thing they tell you is like, you need to watch so your I'm pockets buying like and a fanny pack to keep everything like right on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I found this that jumpsuit I wore the other day. They were like, No, you have to wear neutral colors. And I was like, <gasps> That's a, oh, you're ooh. no. See, I would thrive. My whole wardrobe is like gray and black. I know. So I have to buy all new things. But in Disneyland Paris, I can dress how I dress. Yeah. And I got this hat, this beret, and on the bottom it says, So this is love, and has like That's little adorable. Mickey pearls on it. How cute is that? That is cute. And my other coworker got a Phantasmic beret, Mickey beret. See, I hate hats, but. So, I don't know so if cute. it's going to look good on me, but I'm going to make it work. I'm going to Disneyland Paris, baby. Is Dom going or no? No. No. Oh. He unfortunately cannot get off of work. I mean, hey, girls trip. Yeah, so I'm really excited, and I said if I don't drink champagne on Main Street in Disneyland Paris, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Do they sell alcohol there? Yeah. I was just saying, I figured. Champagne on Main Street. So you know it's in Paris. Yeah. That sounds heavenly. I will be doing it and taking lots of videos and pictures. Absolutely. I can't wait. I'm excited for you. I'll get there eventually. (laughs) Eventually. Tony and I are talking about going to Greece next year. Ooh. Um, fun fact, his whole family's from Greece. Uh, but I said, I'm like, if we are over in Europe, I want to go to Disneyland Paris. Even though that's so far out of the way, I, I don't even care. If we're there for the extended amount of time, oh, that beret is cute. Sorry, she just showed me her Sorcerer Mickey beret. Yes. So cute. Sorcerer Mickey. So, 
They have lots of berets. If anyone's going to Disneyland Paris, look up these adorable berets. Mmm, how we doing this? Do you want to go first since I did all the talking last week? Sure. So this one I actually have opinions on. Your favorite Disney, okay, favorite uh, Disney couple. So my favorite Disney couple. How many did one, you put? I put a few. Okay. So I, I have like my ultimate favorite, which I will save for the end. Okay, I'll save my ultimate for um, the end as well. All my right. favorite though is, like one of my favorites, is Donald and Daisy because they are literally me and Dominic. When I get married, my wedding earrings, I'm going to have to have the bobble bar uh, wedding earrings. They have Donald and Daisy. They have like one of each. They, and they I only asked for it for every holiday and that's all I wanted, but it's okay. I'll buy it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's so funny because it's so true. And you know what though? Not even just the fact that, I mean, they're not on my favorite list, but Daisy is so good for him. Daisy is everything Donald needs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that in reverse, but I feel like Daisy's just, you know, an independent sister. Yeah. But and da- she's so stylish and she's sassy and she doesn't need Donald, but Donald needs her. Donald totally <laughs> needs her. And I feel like Donald like doesn't give Daisy crap. I feel like if you watch all the classic, like, Disney movies, mm-hmm. Donald's always kind of jabbering at everybody else, but he never really does it at Daisy, which I think says a lot. For Yeah. Like, he never gives Daisy any crap. Which is how it should be. Exactly. So yeah, I like he it. he doesn't do his angry outbursts at her. He yes, that's like what I'm the, getting at. The heart eyes for mm-hmm. her, which is a couple we stand for. But what is he putting a ring on it? I mean, yeah. You gotta put a ring on it. I, and listen, I agree, but also it's like a cartoon, so <laughs> can they make them get married? I don't even know. I, listen, it's the 100th year. If they're going to have a wedding, I was so convinced that Mickey was going to propose to Minnie for the mm-hmm. 100th year and they were going to get married. How huge would that be? Hold on. I'm trying to find the earrings. <gasps> Don't tell me they don't have it anymore. Well, go on Poshmark. They have everything on Poshmark. That's where I was going to next. I will cry so hard (laughs) if they don't have those earrings. You'll find them. Everything turns up eventually. So, my list disappeared. One of my favorite couples of all time is Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Because, listen, kind of going off the episode last week... I love a good bad boy. Mm -hmm. I love a good bad boy. And I think it's so interesting that Disney did all this research. One of their main goals when making Tangled was making the perfect man. And they interviewed women from the ages like 16 to 35 and got all of these like, what's your favorite thing about a man, blah, blah, blah. And that's how they made Flynn Rider. That bad boy that's just low key so good. So I wanted to put them. But it was just so hard for me because he was, like, playing her. He was just running away. Like, mm-hmm. he was playing her. Totally playing so her. So it, like, makes it so hard because I, I do love them. I love them as a couple. He does, like, fall in love and saves her life, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me so mad. Yeah. That he, like, played the crap out of this poor innocent girl that's never left her tower. I know. Okay, listen. <laughs> Again, side rant. Tangled, at the end of the day, is probably the most unrealistic Disney princess movie. 
for one reason. Rapunzel was locked in solitary confinement for 18 years. She would be insane. She would be so unstable and insane in reality. Mm -hmm. So that is the most unrealistic part of this movie that Mm -hmm. Rapunzel has this pure positive outlook on life. Okay, but like I feel like she shows her insanity a little when like she finally comes out of the tower and like touches the grass and is like happy and then she's sad and then she's scared and then she's happy again and then she's having like all these emotions. I think that shows her insanity a little bit. Yeah, very true. But again, you have a good point where like Flynn was a thousand percent just using use her. Tower. But I also just love that he could not help but fall for her. Yeah. He and I like She was so Yeah. I like their love story because it was so believable. Like yeah. it happened so gradually, mm-hmm. but it was so believable. Cause that's my issue with Tiana and Naveen. I do like Tiana and Naveen, but my issue with them is like it went from they kind of had that similar relationship, like Rapunzel and Flynn, where they kind of like badgered at each other. Mm-hmm. But then one second, one second they like can't stand each other, the next second they're in love. Yeah. For me, Tiana and Naveen, there was no like, oh, I see it. Okay, it's coming. All right, this is everything. It was just boom, boom. To me. Uh huh. I do like them as a couple, but that's one of the reasons they're not in, like, my favorites. Because their mm-hmm. love story just had no build to me. It was very, okay. like, just... You like the build to it. I like the build. Because to me... I feel like you like it because he's a bit of a bad boy. He is a bit of a bad boy. And that's, like, the first thing I said. I love uh-huh. a good bad boy. And I love that Rapunzel changed him. Rapunzel did uh, what the rest of us could the rest not. of us can't do. Rapunzel did what the rest of us could not. She changed him. Yeah changed him but the one thing I love too is that he told her the truth about his name something that seemed so insignificant Uh but like he let down his walls for her and I liked that he liked her no matter what her hair looked like exactly I wish he would have cut it a few inches shorter he also liked her before he knew that she was the princess yeah which is also yeah he had no idea okay but he was also stealing See, that's what drives me crazy. He was stealing from her parents, running away from the guards of, like, her, you know, kingdom. Yeah. Into her tower. And then they fall in love. And then after she finds out all of this, still loves him. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Because at that point, it's like, he was such a different person already. And honestly, I didn't even think about, though, that you made a good point. He had no idea that she was the princess. She found out on her own... He came back, like, ugh. Yeah. He sacrificed himself for her, which is such a dark part of the movie, the more I think about it. Like, Gothel just stabs him, and then Gothel falls out of a window. Super dark. But I really do love them. I think they have that good dynamic where he's rough around the edges, and she's just such a pure soul, and I love them. So, Rapunzel and Flynn. It's a good one. It was on my mind. So, another one it's going off of the bad boy vibes um, that I really like as a couple is the Duchess and Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. That's a wild card. I wasn't ready for that one. I Classic. Because she is so, like, 
prim and proper, and he is Thomas O'Malley the alley cat. Like, he's just, like, and takes her around town and shows her everything and his friends, and I just love it. I just think it's such a fun little love story. That's them cute. Being together. I love that. The, oh, I haven't watched that movie in so long. I watched it recently, maybe maybe a couple years ago. Actually, I think it was during COVID. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies during COVID. That was like the last time I sat down and actually and, like, binge watched, watched movies. Yeah. But now I'm just on my like comfort shows. I, I, listen, I we have Hannah Montana on, on yeah. right now. Hannah Montana is on the screen on mute. Yes. Okay, so my number two, and this might surprise everybody. But I tried to put, I'll throw it, I'll throw it out there right now. Belle and the Beast are not in my top favorite Disney couples. I think that they could go under one of my least favorite couples. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but I love Belle. Belle's my favorite princess, but I really tried to put my biases aside here. Okay, so my number two, not that I really did this in a specific order, but Anna and Kristoff. Mm-hmm. Anna and Kristoff, I think, are the cutest couple Ever. I think they're so adorable. I love that their relationship started. I just loved their sarcastic, like, back and forth banter. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, their banter reminds me a lot of Tony and I. Okay. We're not the same as people at all, but, like, that sarcastic, like, back and forth banter is, like, what Tony and I do to each other all the time. Have you seen the ring he gave her, too? Yeah, let's talk about it. He gave her a rock. A rock. Like, a rock a rock. And I like that Kristoff... I would never say Kristoff's a bad boy, but he was kind of like... What is it? A loner. Just kind of did his own thing. Mm-hmm. And Anna brings him into this world. And you can just tell Kristoff and Anna care about each other so much. Mm-hmm. They care about each other. They would do anything for each other. Kristoff has a whole ballad about how much he loves her and how he just wants to be there for her. And I love... I love the comment that Anna makes about him in leather. Yeah. Or like, I'd much rather you be in leather or I love you in leather. Whatever she says at the end of Frozen 2. That was one of my, that was probably like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. This is my top couple. I Anna didn't expect anything Christoph. else. Yes, Anna and Kristoff, my favorite. Oh, I love them. Because I got to work with Anna and Elsa a lot in Epcot, like they have like their, like they talk about, themselves a lot and they talk about Anna, talked about Kristoff and everything and Olaf and everyone. It just made me love them so much more. Mm-hmm. And the second movie, they're just such a superior couple. I was thinking about it and not a lot of Disney movies that have like second movies have like a love story that's like theirs where it never has any like issues if that makes sense. Yeah, I like that like, they're portrayed as like a real couple. A real couple where do you think I'm crazy? I'm crazy? Like, where he was like, no, you're crazy. <gasps> I'm crazy? Like, I just I just think it's so relatable. They're just a relatable... That's like, the word. They're the most relatable. Mm-hmm. And he he planned out such an elaborate, like, proposal and got Ben involved and, like, oh, it was so perfect. And when she kept running away, like, he wasn't like, oh, okay, well, then I don't care anymore. Like, he never got mad. He was just like upset and like mm-hmm. wanted to fix the situation and I just love them. I love no, them. I think they are the most relatable, most adorable couple. I think they were and that's why I'm sad. And a lot of people now are like saying Disney bring it back cuz they got it right. Yeah. They got it right with Rapunzel and Flynn and yeah. Anna and Kristoff and they have not done a love story since. 
It's like, come on, yeah. you finally got it, and yeah. now we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm ready for classic Disney love stories again. I really am. I, I agree. Disney needs to learn balance. Where, because I feel like we went from all love stories to just all independent females. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I love a good independent female, but like, let's have a healthy balance. Because you can be an independent, strong female and be in love. Which I think is... Anna. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They finally got it with Rapunzel and Anna, and then it's just... I know. I just... I agree. I agree. I love a good love story. I I do, too. I'm a sucker. I love it. But I feel like that's because we grew up with them. Like, we grew up with these, like, cliche love stories that, like, everybody wants to find their Prince Charming or their princess, like, whatever it is. Um, And... Like a hopeless romantic. Yes. A hopeless romantic is a good way to put it. And I love their couple, their their dynamic, because they're so relatable. And not to mention with my hair color, Dominic and I look like Anna and Kristoff. <laughs> oh my god, your hair is not red. It was. It's, oh, oh, yeah, before, I thought you meant now, I was like, Allie, it's no. not that bad. It's it just. It was. It's just warm. It was indeed. My number one Disney couple, and this should be of no surprise to anybody, and I genuinely mean it, Hercules and Megara. Woo! I love them so much. I mean, if there is a couple that Tony and I are, it is Hercules and Megara. And when I was looking this up, someone put it, someone said, and I quote, the sarcastic asshole meets the precious cinnamon roll. And I'm like, that's so them. Yeah, because Meg reminds me a lot of myself, which is why I, like, relate to her so much as a character, but that's who they are as a couple. It's like, you gotta have that one sarcastic, dark, moody person, and then that lovable, positive cinnamon roll. I have to play devil's advocate, advocate, though. She also went into the relationship. Yes! Playing, like, him with Hades. I know. And that's where, like, again, but she found her light. She did not want to fall in love with him, but again, okay, she just she could have done the it. right, not toxic thing and told him. But, like, <gasps> you did not just call my girl. No, she is toxic, she though. Is. She is. That is very toxic. Ah, you got me. She does. You should have brought this up last week. She does come around. I mean, Disney has just created so many toxic characters. There's not enough time in one episode for us to talk about all of them. But yes, so so what she did was very toxic. But at the same time, she came around. She started realizing she was falling in love. My girl stood up to the Lord of the Underworld. She stood up to Hades. That, is, that a, is no joke. That is a very romantic gesture. And she sacrificed herself. She pushed Hercules out of the way and got crushed by a pole. She died. My girl died. And yep. Herc went and got her. And I just think, again, it's like you have a couple that literally is, like, would go to the underworld for the other. And I think that speaks volumes. She gave her life. And I think, I just, I do love them. I think they have such a good dynamic. He sacrificed going to Mount Olympus Mm -hmm. to stay on Earth with her, which, again, I have mixed feelings about. I think Olympus would have been pretty cool, but I don't know. I think they just have that, like, really good dynamic where he's 
very positive, always does what's right, no matter what. And she kind of has that like traumatic past. Do you know about her about like why she is the way that she is? So <laughs> men, those men. So Meg was in love with somebody. He was dying of an illness. Uh-huh. That's why she was with Hades. She sacrificed her soul to Hades to save him. Wow. And right when Hades healed him, within like a week, he like met someone else and ran <gasps> off with her. Stop. So that's why my girl Meg is a bitter bitch. Where did you find this out? They say it real quick in the movie. Oh. It's real quick and then yeah, you can look it up. But yeah, that's why that's she so sad. That's why she's in debt to Hades because she sacrificed her soul to save her man's illness. Mm-mm. And what does he do? Leaves her for another girl. It's terrible. So if that, I'm not saying that condones what she did to Hercules, but you got to give my girl she a little bit of leeway. It. She made up for it. So yeah, she's indebted because she said, like, yeah. Oh, I love them. But anyway, like I was saying, he's very positive, has that, oh my God, I'm trying to quote the song right now. And I can't. They say it in Happily Ever After. The strength of his, oh, hero's strength is at his heart or whatever. I am mad at myself. A hero's strength is measured by his heart. Matt's Hercules and your girl Meg just has the dark traumatic past and they're just so good for each other. Yes, I agree. I'm a little biased, but it's fine. Okay, they are cute. They are cute. And like, I, they at least they look good together. They look, they look. They look like, like a Greek couple. There you go. Beautiful. That's my girl. Beautiful. It's Lindsay and Tony. <laughs> Didn't you have an honorable mention that we talked about? Yes, because we were watching <laughs> Hannah Montana. Miley, Sa- Miley Stewart and Jake Ryan. Ah, classic. What a couple. What a classic little couple. Were you team Jake or team Jesse at the time? I don't remember. I, I was team Jake. I feel like I was team Jake. I don't really think I liked Jesse that much. He was in there for such a short amount of time. Yeah, and Jesse tried like too hard was, to be a bad I liked boy. Jake because, I mean... He's Jake Ryan. He's Jake Ryan. There's no other reason. It's just and he's he Jake liked Ryan. Miley for Miley, not because she was also Hannah Montana. He didn't even know she was famous. Yeah. So another, another couple we stand. Um. So now we can talk about ones you don't like. We had to throw this in there. I genuinely was sitting here like thinking, trying to think of couples I didn't like. There's okay. So there. There are three couples I can't stand. Two of them I've already talked about plenty, so I won't even say a word about it, because you already know. Peter Pan and Wendy. Troy and Gabriella. Can't stand them, obviously. a couple, Peter Pan and Wendy? Well, they're advertised as a couple. Yeah. They're, if you want to get real technical, they're not. I was thinking about this when I was thinking about Disney couples. Do they consider Marlon and Dory a couple, or are they friends? I feel like they're friends. They're just friends. They're a like, duo. Yeah. They're a, a duo. A duo. A dynamic duo. Yeah. They're not a couple. They're a duo. Yeah. But there is one couple, when I legitimately think about it, they're just not... Okay, I'll just get into it. Cinderella and Prince Charming. They're a, they're a staple. They're a classic. I get it. But at the end of the day, Prince Charming had no idea what this lady looked like. Because... her shoe. Y- you know... You had to fit every shoe in the kingdom. And it's in every version of Cinderella, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, come on. You, you don't love this girl enough. One, you send your butlers to go out and look. You mm-hmm. don't even go look yourself. And, yeah, you just, you had to fit a shoe 
to find the right girl. <laughs> okay, but I feel like you could do that with a lot of the older Disney movies. Like, if you sit there and think about it. All the older Disney couples kind of Ariel suck. and Eric didn't even speak to each other. <laughs> he literally fell for her looks. Very, what is not, is it misogynistic? Was that the word? Um, Snow White and Prince Philip. Did they have? Snow White and uh, the Prince. The Prince. The Prince. My apologies. Um, did they even have a conversation? No. <laughs> she was singing. He showed up. She ran away. And that was about it. Woo! Uh, Aurora and Prince Philip. They met in a dream, apparently. Which you want to talk about psychotic. So weird. You want to talk about unhealthy. Like... Of all of the beginning, like, okay, I love Ariel and Eric. Like, the thought of them as a couple, I love them and everything. He jumped in the ocean for her. Right. But, like, the the OG three, they're just boring. It just, There's no substance. It's very old school where you're a prince, you're a princess, you're getting married. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, they bore me. Yeah, I agree. And the, the whole shoe thing, I just, bugs me. What, did the shoe not fit for you, Lindsay? No. <laughs> but are you, okay, so I'm going to go on a final rant here. Did you ever see a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and yeah. Chad Michael Murray? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing, and it's just like, oh my god. So she has a mask on, I get it, but it's like he just clueless. Right. No, no idea no that mask. it's her. It's just, you're, you're like, there's no way you couldn't tell. But, you know... COVID proved that, like, masks over your face, you look a lot different without a mask. But, like, the hair, the voice, the yeah. voice! That's true. The hair, the height, it's like, you're right there. Right. You didn't recognize her eyes. Right. I, <laughs> that, that's, whatever. So, yeah, any type of Cinderella story, I can't stand those couples. Because it's just, come on. You really loved her. You, like. Right. No, I agree. Just drives me it's nuts. all the OGs. But it's not that serious. What's that no. TikTok trend right now? You know what it never was? It was that's never that, that serious. serious. That's serious. It was never that serious. And that's, we all do these episodes as lighthearted little I things love that we just Disney, talk about. I love these Disney debates. I live for these. No, I loved all the stuff that everyone was saying. I thought it was mm-hmm. so fun. We actually got some fun responses. Oh my God, wait, what did someone say that I do want to bring up? Hold on. Give me a second. So a couple people when we posted like, oh, who do you think is toxic? <coughs> blah, 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 blah. So a lot of people said like Gaston, Mother Gothel, and a couple other people. But I'm like, yeah, they're villains, whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone said the dude who works for the emperor in Mulan is super toxic. And I'm like, that's genius. I never thought of that. Who? The little, you know, the emperor's assistant that just follows him around, follows him around with the yeah, clipboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, he's very toxic. And Autumn's reading adventure said that, so I just had to give you a quick shout out because I thought that was super genius. Loved that. Sorry, I'm counter offering with this person for these earrings. Oh lord. They counter. How much were they? Thirty dollars for a Mickey and Minnie and Donald. I mean, and but Daisy it's Bobble Bar, bar so. I feel like that's a good deal if it's Bobble Bar. All right, Allie, do you have anything else you want to say? No, I, sorry, I was, uh... Allie's shopping mode now. now. You know, you, I, I always do this when I'm recording episodes. I get something in my head and then I need to do it or I'll forget about it. And, uh, now I'm, <laughs> I'm set on getting these earrings. They okay. counter-offered. I offered, they counter-offered. And then I counter-offered again. 
I'm sure everyone listening is biting their nails wondering dun, dun, if you're going to get dun, these dun, earrings. Dun, dun. I'll let you guys know. We'll leave it episode. as a cliffhanger. Next episode if I get the earrings. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> All right, guys. It's not goodbye. And see you real soon.